Hey guys, welcome back to the pod. Um, I record every week. Um, and yeah, I really needed to film one of these. And I was kind of trying to find a balance of like, how do I put out content that I actually care about and be in the moment and actually want to post things um, without kind of straying off schedule? Like I want it to be authentic. I don't want to really script anything. I want it to be very in the moment of how I'm feeling um but sometimes like I just shut down and I just like I start recording and then I'm just like blank I I I can't think of anything so we'll see we'll see I'm out in I'm outside it's uh it's nighttime it's like midnight but I'm feeling good you know I've just been uh, just going to go on a job interviews and stuff and it just just while I was on the way home I was just thinking about you know a lot of different things so I figured I would just kind of talk about each each thing um the first one I want to start off with is chronic depression and the reason I'm talking about this is because when I was driving home I was like yes like this was a really good opportunity like I'm excited but then I just like sat down and I was kind of like damn like why do I feel sad still and honestly speaking I think there's just a lot that's happened in my past that um kind of attributes to that so it seems like no matter what what I do or if I accomplish the thing that I thought was bothering me it's like this this overwhelming feeling of like being kind of sad and I realized you know that I was dealing with that and I was like well you know why but it's like you know I don't really think there's this like defining reason I think I always thought there was like a defining reason but I think really I've just I've lost a lot of friends you know and I know that I've hurt people in my past and at the end of the day it kind of felt like I had to choose to change and be you know a better person a better friend a better all that stuff and you know you would think it would like result in you know better relationships but sometimes that doesn't happen sometimes it results in kind of outgrowing um people and I feel like you know it's like a mix of feeling like I outgrew people but then also feeling like abandoned in my life a lot so I think I tend to kind of pull back before I can feel like anyone is gonna hurt me because that way at least it kind of felt like my choice and but even when it's not like even when it genuinely is okay we just outgrew each other like that doesn't stop the pain or the hurt and I've definitely been hurt a lot in relationships and friendships just of always 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 feeling like you know if I'm giving my all to this person then we're cool but if I'm struggling um then it's kind of like my problem but back then, I, like, had no boundaries, so I would be, these like, people's therapists, which I don't do really anymore, but, yeah, I would, like, literally be their therapist, and I'd be, like, upset that they couldn't have these answers for me that, like, I didn't even know, so I constantly felt like, ugh, like, I have to figure out everything for myself, 
And honestly, like, I kind of like it. I'm kind of, like, grateful that it turned out that way because nobody really pushed a life path on me. Like, my parents, I I mean, they tried. Um, But nobody really pushed a life path on me. I pretty much knew what I wanted to do, and I've pretty much been chasing that my whole life, really. And, um, yeah, I've just kind of done what I felt would make me the happiest my my majority of my life so it's good and it's bad it's good and it's bad and I think all of those bad experiences with like just feeling really sad over maybe just growing up and you know kind of distancing myself from certain people I think it actually weirdly taught me um kind of how to be a better friend and a better person in a relationship and and just even if it means you know people want um like even if it means that okay this person doesn't want to date me at least I know in my heart that like I'm trying and I'm I am, I do care, because if I didn't, like, if I didn't care, I wouldn't care to do these things to grow and change and, um, attract better, be better, whatever, um, so it just reminds me, like, I'm a really caring person, I'm a really caring individual, and, yeah, so I would get hurt a lot, um, just, just caring, and, So now I kind of just do this cute little thing (laughs) where I just do the opposite. I kind of just, if I think that you're like not into it, I'm just going to pull back. And it doesn't really save me any pain. It's just, it's just something I became aware of that I do. Um, But yeah, I just like, you have to, I have to wonder, you know, am I good enough for, wherever wherever I am or whatever situation I am and I'm like am I good enough to be here um you know it's just all this anxiety of feeling like because on top of whatever I just said (laughs) I also have been you know in I've 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 had people that have just really put me down for like my speech and if I stuttered or um, just anything. And that's like one of my biggest insecurities is mostly how like my face looks. And if I come across speaking properly, I guess. And it's almost created an anxiety within myself that kind of catches myself if I think that I'm doing that, I kind of start to get anxious about that. And then it kind of manifests itself into me doing it, I feel, even more than I probably would have if I didn't even think about it. But yeah, definitely, you know, been told that I do certain things with my mouth. And it's just like, oh my God, like, how am I supposed to live? How am I supposed to live if I have to worry about, like if I am making a weird face or like if I'm you know just awkwardly or like anxiously like shuffling or something like that like 
I feel like people love to call that shit out. And it's just really, really... Oh my God, I don't know. Like, I guess it's just made me a more understanding person for what other people kind of go through um, when it comes to their anxiety. Um, There was something else I wanted to say about that. Um, Oh, the reason I said if I make a weird face, I don't really mean a weird face. I mean, like, if I'm not smiling and I'm just kind of, like, straight-faced, sometimes in, like, a work setting, and not to get political now, but anytime if if I've made too much of that face or kind of just been too mellowed out um, in a work environment, I feel like someone will call me out, usually a coworker, which is kind of annoying, but for, like, having an attitude. And it's always a white co-worker like I said not to get political but it's always a white co-worker and I don't really love that I think um it's almost uh rewarded to come across more like more of a pushover and more like look I'm just saying a little more white I'm just saying um, and that's something that's always kind of bothered me. Like, maybe I don't have an attitude. Maybe, maybe this is just my personality and you have an issue with it, which is okay. But I just feel like it's always, oh, it's an attitude, attitude. It's like, mm, but what are, what are you doing? Like, what are, what are you doing? Cause mm, there's probably a reason <laughs> anyway. So now I kind of just feel like, ugh, I have to, like, do this, like, fake-ass, like, smiley. And if I'm not smiling or I'm not super, like, bubbly, then it's almost like there's something wrong with me, which is so annoying. And I feel like it's just, like, I'm allowed to be chilling. Like, I'm allowed to be calm and, like, if if something weird happens and I make face, like, like... Yes, I have an attitude, I guess. Like, I really, I really am starting to not care about that. Um, but yeah, I was having um, all that stuff literally, like, haunts me. Like, I literally freaking think about all of this stuff when I'm going into, like, big social events. I'm kind of just, like this is what people are thinking when i know probably people don't care but it's just hard when you feel like you have to live up to a standard um that you don't even really know about like you're not even 100 percent sure what it is but you're still trying to live up to it so people will like shut the fuck up but at the same time freedom of speech and people can say whatever they want like who they can say whatever they want because at the end of the day, like, I'm going to say whatever I want. And, like, you know, I've been brushing up on my on my roasting skills, so I think I'm good now. I think <laughs> if people were too nice, then I would be like, eh, you know, it, it, it would get boring. But, um, yeah, 
I kind of just stopped caring about that stuff um, altogether. If I'm talking about it on a video or a podcast, I'm probably pretty much getting over it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I just, hold on, I'm like, I wrote points. I'm trying to read my own handwriting. Who do, oh, I said, okay, so I was saying like, who do I need to even be good for? Who do I even need to be this person for? You know, is it is it my manager or my friends? Like, I don't think so. It, it's like I, it, I... It's not even myself. It's just things that others have put on me that I've kind of just held on to because I care. And I, you know, don't want to, you know, be this, like person that people can't talk to or people can't trust to kind of listen to them so but sometimes I think I take it overboard and I just listen 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 and 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 work on myself and change and then it's like I did it all for very little acknowledgement and that really bothers me um so yeah I think I was just feeling mad underappreciated and now I don't I I really I don't really feel underappreciated. I feel I feel normal. I feel fine like um I you know I still have anxiety and I keep thinking hey if I keep talking about it maybe it'll go away. Mm, well <laughs> hasn't happened yet, but okay, let me see if I've gone through all my points. I just wrote like, I just wrote down like job anxiety since I was like doing an interview. I really wasn't nervous. I just, um, because I realized that all the jobs that I've worked that had given me anxiety were just jobs that I was probably um, just not a fit for. And I don't even, I thought it was like something bad on me. But as I'm getting older, I'm like, oh, no, like, literally that place sucked. And I didn't want to be there. And that's why I had anxiety. Like, and so, and that's not always. Like, there's places that I want to be that I get anxiety and stuff. But just, like, extreme, like, painful anxiety. I look back at all those places and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you were so strong. How did you even deal with that and why? You know what I mean? So... I'm kind of like learning to get over that by just believing in myself to be more and do more and, you know, believe that some of the anxiety did come from not being happy inside because I knew that like working at this freaking job, getting underpaid and treated like shit, like, of course I would have anxiety, like, duh. I don't know, I always look back at myself and I'm just like, oh my God, like you, I don't even know how you got through that. I don't because the state I'm in right now, I would not want to do that again. But as I know, like, I always say, like, I wouldn't want to be anybody else but me, but Breezy, like, because like I said, everything that I've gone through, everything that I'm talking about has just kind of shaped me into somebody who really, I, I, I care, but I'm always gonna do what I want to do 
and I'm always going to do what's going to make me happy because you can do everything for someone and you still won't be enough. And if you're not enough for them after doing everything, like, what do you have, dude? You have, like, you don't, what do you have left? You know, so I think it's important just do what you want to do for you. And I know that not everybody has that luxury because, like, parents and stuff like that. And I definitely feel like, um, you know, my family wanted me to go into business. And, like, that's really the career that they were supporting um, and I didn't want to do that. Fresh out of high school, I was like, ugh, God. <laughs> now, yeah, like, I definitely want to go into, like, marketing and stuff like that, but at the time, I was like, absolutely not. So, I kind of, I kind of went rogue, and I just, like, did my own thing, and I know, I know that, like, they probably doubted it, but I don't know. I just feel this like weird sense of security in who I am and like my ability to kind of just be disciplined and 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 I don't know, man. I have a lot of dreams and it's it's hard to not do these things, not, you know, make a podcast, not make YouTube videos, not freaking go on TikTok. Like, it's just, it's just so fun. And it, it, it kind of nags at me or writing, for instance, like it just nags and nags and nags and nags until I do something about it. It's not just, I try to not do it and it, and it, you know, I tried to put, like, creative things aside for a while, and I was like, let me just grow up. And then I realized, like, damn, I love this shit, and if I'm not doing it, you know, I'm not me, like, it doesn't, I'm not me. And so, yeah, that also kind of helps with, like, the, the, just the overall feelings of worthiness is kind of just, it also helps with the depression too, um, to kind of have that routine of, okay, I'm going to, you know, do this on this day, but then on this day, I'm going to make a video. And then on this day, like blah, blah, blah. But, um, it also helps with like, just feeling worthy because it's kind of like, yeah, maybe my circle is smaller now, but I'm also doing things that like, I never, I never would have done if it wasn't in terms of creativity and just being more original and and less like everyone else um, in my art, um, which just inspires me to be original everywhere and authentic in my life. And yeah, hopefully that kind of just opens the door for just new new life, new love, new interactions, you know, we'll see, we'll see, but yeah, you know, I just like spending my free time now, you know, where I would go out and pretty much hang out with anyone at all, (laughs) like anyone, I didn't care, um, now I kind of use that time to 
figure out figure out what it is I even wanted in life because I never really thought about it and then suddenly I'm just an adult and I'm like fuck who am I and so yeah so I think I figured a lot of that out at least who I am at this age and I fuck with her and so I don't know I can, I, I don't know, I'm glad that I can use that time kind of to, to nurture her and to give her what I've been not fucking giving her. And it, it's, I like it. I like it. It's fun. I like myself. It's so, I hate saying it. I hate it because I'm like, God, you are so like self-obsessed. But it, I, it's like in a healthy way, I think. I, I'm like a little bit, I kind of like myself a lot because I just know that I've been through a lot and I just don't know how the fuck I did it. And I'm just like, and then I see myself like today and I'm just like, how the fuck? Like, I need to stop cussing. Sorry. I'm just like, how the heck? How the heck did you do that? You're freaking cool, man. (laughs) Anyway, okay, that was all my points. Let me see how much I've recorded. Well, this is going to be a short one. Um... Okay, let me think of something less depressing to talk about. I had some ideas. Can I, like, click out of this and still... Oh, my God, I can. Okay, one second. So, I want to talk about... Oh, my God, this TikTok guy my sister sent me. Hold on. I'm going to see if I can... My bad. Um, My podcast thingy clicked out, but... I was trying to find this TikTok, but whatever, I can't find it. So I'm just going to move on to talking about what everyone else is talking about, which is MGK and um, Megan Fox. First of all, can I just say I did not like MGK before it was cool. (laughs) I would, my, my, my sister was like obsessed and I was like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I was like warning them. I'm like, absolutely not. I, I wouldn't let you near that man with like, a 20-foot pole in between you guys, like, didn't trust him, and then I seen all this stuff come out about him, I'm like, oh, girl, oh, girl, just keep him away from my sister, that's all I care about, um, I think him and Megan, I mean, I think she's, like, a good, good fit for him, it seems, you know, but, oh, my God, they're, 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 was it the GQ, oh, my God, yeah, GQ, you know, him, just, the dark twisted fantasy that is their love life I, look i hear you i do but doesn't every girl kind of like go on tiktok hear the word twin flame and think like yes <laughs> like yes that's me i feel like she's just the one that said it out loud <laughs> and mgk was like oh my god this is revolutionary holy shit she can see into my spirit. Like, I don't know. I just feel like this isn't... This is very, very much toxic. Giving very much toxic. But, hey, look. I feel like, you know... If if if, if they want to have a dark, twisted, epic love story, then I think, I think they're perfect for each other. And... I don't know. I feel like it's... I just feel like he is probably going to get the worst end of the stick if they do break up. 
I don't know why I think that. It's just a prediction. I just feel like, oof. <laughs> like, she's going to be fine. But him, I don't know. I don't know. Because, you know, they say, like, Eminem already, like, bodied his career. I don't know about that, but I just feel like she about to get real relevant. And, oof, I don't know. It ain't gonna be, it ain't gonna be cute. And I feel like we're really gonna have to hear about their breakup, like, everywhere. I feel like it's gonna be everywhere if they do break up. But I could also see them, like, having kids and then naming them, like, freaking Blade in Boston. Freaking, I don't even know, Zanny. <laughs> Anyway, okay, I'm not going to keep talking about this because literally everyone is talking about this. Um, just want to end this podcast by saying I am weed and um, <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. If you listen all the way through, I post on YouTube every week and on here every week. So come back if you felt anything I was talking about. And if you have anything you want me to talk about, just let me know on Instagram at Brianna Bonner underscore that is me and all right well this was a great moonlight chat that we just had um um like you very much bye